Thank you for downloading Three Idiots in a Pod. We just have a quick announcement before we get started. Supernatural is a show that often deals with sensitive topics in a less than sensitive way. Please check the show notes for episode-specific content warnings if this is concerning to you. Again, thanks for listening and enjoy the show. Thank you for downloading this episode of our podcast, Three Idiots in a Pod, a sibling supernatural rewatch podcast. I am a host, Margaret Dance. I'm a host, Patricia Dance. And I'm another host, Bridget Dance. And today we're going to be talking about season two, episode 11, Playthings. But first, how are we doing today? Pretty good. I had work today. Uh-uh. Again. Yeah. Again. Again. I woke up at six to watch this episode because I didn't have time to do it. <sighs> I should have done it last night. And then I said... Let's watch Star Trek. Oh, so, well. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and then we went to bed super early. We, like, I fell asleep at, like, 9 and then woke up at, like, well, like 10 and then slept again at, like, 11 and then woke up at, like, 6 and watched until, like, 9.30 and then had, like, 10 minutes left. And then uh, I had to go to coffee with a new friend, which was fun. New friends are fun. New friends are fun. And then went to work at 12. Um, We watched some more of My Hero the other day. Oh, you did? I am so far behind. Where are you? I want to say season four. That's three? We're in season four. Okay, maybe I'm in season overhaul. Yeah. Oh, okay. Have you finished the overhaul story? I think so. So, you, so you've met Mirio? Yeah. I don't remember much about it. I have okay. to rewatch. Okay. Bridget was explaining Best Genus to me mm-hmm. and his power of... He controls clothes. And what I had, the image I had in my mind was the spooky pants story. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the pants that... The pants that follow, follow you home. home. And it's the floating pants and they're scary. <laughs> and I'm like... That was a terrifying story. It's a terrifying story, but that's what I've got in my head is Best Genus's power as you like move your clothes around. <laughs> So there's just a bunch of naked villains walking around. <laughs> so the way to counter him, of course, is to just be naked. <laughs> yeah, right. Aha, right? you can't control us now. But no, he uses the fiber from clothes to tie you up. Okay. He's a horrible. <laughs> just bad. He has a belt across his nose. I don't like it. Bad. It's just he has pants. It's bad. It's just pants. Up bad his lime. It's a bad lime. What do you mean bad? It's bad lime. In the new insecurity breach... Mark has so many bugs in the yeah. game. So I would say it is it is not to the level of Monster Factory, but it is there's a scene where or a clip where Mark brings Freddy over to a room and it's like a level 10 room so like right. he can't get into it, but, but Freddy can. can. So you can like look into it and it's just Freddy like Tea posing in an empty room, <laughs> but Freddy's standing right next to you. Uh oh. <laughs> and you're like, um, <laughs> um. something happened here. Yeah. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> but like, Freddy doesn't say anything about it, so it's. <laughs> That's funny. So it's just a bug. Because you watched uh, at least the first few parts of um, Security Breach. Mm-hmm. So whenever he'd pause and it would be like him editing it in, be like, this is where I got stuck. <laughs> yeah, for like half an hour. <laughs> and he's like, and he's like, the uh, the exit is right there. And like, there's, he like points to yeah. it. He's like, so 
Uh, obviously I won't show you the 45 minutes of, <laughs> of me wandering around, but I will show you little clips of my descent into madness. <laughs> <laughs> or it'll be like, uh, like inst- little instructions will pop up and he like won't read them yeah. and then be like, why isn't this working? Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like if you read the instructions, yeah. then he would see. Yeah. It'll be like, return phaser blast. Yeah, return the phaser blast. <laughs> and he's like walking around with his gun. He's like, where's the elevator? Where's the elevator? <laughs> yeah. Return phaser blast in order to get, to get onto the elevator. I can't. They're where's like, the... It's like, I... you're not allowed to take your gun onto the elevator, sir. <laughs> <laughs> please return it. Please return your... Yeah. Please return your laser tag uh, <laughs> laser in order to escape. He's like, I can't... How do I do it? How do I do it? And he's like, I don't understand. He was like, oh. And then he saw it and he's like, do I just... Just drop it in there? Yeah. And, and then he's like... And he's like, okay, you can go on the elevator. Yeah. And, and like, then... And then Aww. he hears... And then he hears Freddy's voice in his head like, well done, Gregory! And he's like... I, and he walks onto the elevator and he's having like an existential crisis. Like, I just had to put it in the box. <laughs> Freddy is an animatronic... Doll-like, <laughs> doll-like thing. Yes, he is. Freddy from Five Nights at Freddy's is an animatronic. Glamrock. Someone Freddy. else who is a Freddy is Freddy from Scooby Doo. Okay, oh. that's that's <laughs> that's not where you were going. Where no, were you I was. Going? Oh, I was going. He's like he's like an animatronic doll. So like dolls. Uh-huh. Okay, dolls. I was going Freddy. Fred. 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 Freddy from Scooby Doo. Scooby Doo. Daphne gets a me- mention in yeah. this episode. Yeah, that's another one. Okay. So speaking of Freddy Fazbear. <laughs> <laughs> speaking of Freddy Fazbear. <laughs> let's jump into this episode, season two, episode 11. Playthings. Uh, our writer today is Matt Witten. Um, he wrote one other episode of Supernatural, which we've already seen. He wrote No Exit. Oh, okay. Was all the, 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 the apartment ser- building. The apartment building serial killer. H.J. Chums. Um, Joe was there. Okay. Our director, the first episode for Charles Beeson, um, will continue to, to direct seasons two through six, and then a couple in season 15, so... Hmm. We'll continue to see his work um, for a while. A couple of those episodes he directed are famous ones. Okay. Oh, okay. But, like, famous, like, bottle episodes. Oh. Gotcha. Funny episodes. Okay. So, different. <laughs> different than this one. <laughs> different from this one, yeah. Uh, so, it, interesting to see how, how that goes. Yeah. So, we get our tagline, Dad wants us to pick up. Fire, then. Ah, <sighs> Fire. We hear about John's secret, how the demon has plans for Sam and kids like him, and we revisit Ava. Yeah, it's, remember, John told Dean he's going to have to kill Sam if Sam goes evil. Ava is one of the psychic kids, and she's gone missing. It says, just go back to your fiancé. Yeah, you'll, you'll, you'll be safe You'll there. be safe there. It shows a clip of him dead in <laughs> yeah, the bed. Yeah, he's dead in the bed. So, therefore, Sam feels guilty mm-hmm. about telling her that. Yeah. Sam is insistent that Dean can't protect him forever, and Dean is insistent that, yes, he can. <laughs> and that's what we've got going into the episode. Now, fire. So it says either Dearden, Pierpont, Pierpont, Pierpont. I said either, yeah, is it either Dearden or Pierpon? <laughs> I did have to turn the brightness on my screen all the way up to be able to read the sign, though. Yeah, I my brightness was all the way up, and I still couldn't understand yeah. what it said. 
Yeah, it, it's we are still in the era of supernatural where you can't see anything. <laughs> <laughs> just squinting like what is this? I have no idea. It's, yeah. it's like it's just dark. Yeah, Pierpont Inn. It's a wooden sign swinging in the wind, and a big windowless van drives past. Um, inside the inn, there's a man walking with. I think he refers to her, her as Mrs. Thompson. Oh yeah. yeah. Okay. So I can't believe you're closing, Mrs. Thompson. You know, my parents got engaged here. Grandparents do. And she is like, she's like, yeah, I know it's, you know, for a lot of people, it's a special place. But she directs him up the stairs and the camera follows them. It's this big grand staircase in this, you know, old wood paneled, not like 80s wood paneling, like, you know, like, like fancy wood, Mm -hmm. wood paneled, big wooden staircase that goes up to a landing and then turns and goes up again to another landing that overlooks the whole situation. And the camera follows them up in a big sweep. Um, and as it gets back around to looking at the upstairs landing, there are uh, two girls two sitting. Two blonde girls. One, one with straight hair, one with curly hair. Both in, like, schoolgirl-looking mm-hmm. dresses. You know, with, the, like, the, the Mary Jane shoes and the frilly socks. Mm-hmm. With their, sitting, on the, sitting on the landing with their legs dangling under the banister. Um, Mrs. Thompson directs the man to some boxes at the end of the hall, and those are the ones that, that she wants him to move. And the girl with the straight hair starts to complain. Like, he's going to take our toys. And this lady, Mrs. Thompson, is is like, you know, kind of like indulgently like, only the ones you don't play with anymore. Not like you don't have plenty of them. <laughs> and then the girl with the curly hair goes, son of a bitch. And, and the, then the girl with straight hair goes, son of a bitch. <laughs> and the mom stops, looks up at the girls and tells, she says, watch your mouth. And the girl with the straight hair says, Maggie said it first. And the mom said, the mom, or we, we assume is the mom, yep. Mrs. Thompson, mm-hmm. says, says, watch your mouth too, Maggie. I'm like, well, so at this point, it's like we're. We know, though. I wish like, that the description hadn't said imaginary, imaginary friend. friend. Yeah. Because otherwise, like, I think this was a cool setup. Yeah. Yeah. To show us that there are two girls and that she's, like, vaguely referring to them. But, right. like, could have just not heard Maggie. Could have. Because she does say it quietly. Right. She's son of a bitch. And it's like, well, Maggie said it first, but. It's like, okay, okay well, well, then well, you also. You also, Maggie, don't say that. Um, And then as, yeah, and as the show goes on. We see more and more that um, Tyler, the uh, the girl with the straight hair, is speaking for Maggie. Yeah. Maggie never addresses Tyler's mother directly. Yeah. Maggie will say something, and then Tyler will 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 talk to the mother. Or we see Tyler alone talking to the mother. We never see you know just uh, just Maggie and the mother. Yeah. Which it's subtle, right? But yeah, I I also wish I like I remembered larger chunks of this episode than I have some others. Mm-hmm. Not that there's like one scene, spe- uh, two scenes specifically that I do remember, and then vibes <laughs> in general. They just have strange vibes sometimes. So I think I, 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 even without the description, I would have remembered like, oh, this, this is an imaginary friend situation, right? And the imaginary friend is definitely a ghost, <laughs> but yes, <laughs> always is. Um, yeah, for for you know, first time viewer, that that would have served the viewing of the you know the overall viewing. And strange that uh, the Netflix description had that because there's nothing in the intro that suggests she's imaginary. No. You'd think that like they usually just watch the first ten minutes and then yeah. and, and are like super off base yeah, <laughs> because maybe, of that. But I guess maybe they watched the whole thing this time. We wish you hadn't here. <laughs> <laughs> we get a shot of a creepy doll bookcase. I'm like, ew, ew. Dolls everywhere. Creepy. Dolls on a shelf. 
pans down to one particularly creepy doll. And so, you know, camera kind of pans over and we see a dollhouse that is obviously a replica of the building they're in. Yeah. Great. Yep. This um, always goes great. Yep. Did either of you read Time Windows? No, but I heard about it. I heard you reading it, I think. I've read it a couple times in like elementary school and in middle school. Mm-hmm. Um, freaked me out. Yeah. Super freaked me out, but I was like, v- like fascinated by it. Very scary. Was that the one where it was like the mom like hit her with a hairbrush? Yeah, the mom beat the kid and locked the kid in the attic and the kid died of thirst. Oh my god. Or she she was dying of hunger and thirst and then fell down a trap door and maybe asphyxiated. Oh my god. It was a horrible. Why didn't you read that in elementary school? Because it was like a scholastic book. (laughs) It was a scholastic (laughs) book? Or something. I might still have it. I don't know. Um, Why was it a scholastic book? But the the, the core of it was this, there was a dollhouse in the attic that was an exact replica of the house that they were in. Mm -hmm. And the the new family who moved in, the kid, could look through the windows of the dollhouse and see into the past. Oh. And see see, all the different people who lived there. All the way back to like the first family, and that it was like them, like it was like that situation which was haunting the house. Wow, cool. Yeah, and like like could see into the windows and see like like at some point in the past, someone had dropped the key to the attic into the kitchen floorboards, so she was able in the present to run downstairs and tear up the floor and get the key that was dropped there eighty years ago. Some cool. It was really cool. Yeah. Very scary. Yeah, sounds it. <laughs> Very scary. Could easily have been a supernatural episode with yeah. the type of plot it was, but yeah, exactly what we want to see in a room full of very creepy dolls and a girl with an imaginary friend is a, a dollhouse that is an exact replica of the building you're in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly what we want to see. She picks up a couple small dolls and starts like posing them in the dollhouse. This like man doll she puts in a chair and says goodnight to them, and comes back to the man doll in the chair, and he's gone. Like, oh, good. <laughs> oh, good. She doesn't seem bothered, though. She's no, just like, she's oh. like, ah, well, damn. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, he went off for a stroll. Oh, man, he moved. He moved on me. Oh, man. Um, she looks in the dollhouse rooms and finds him on the bottom of the stairs with his head backwards. Ooh. The effects for that were... Because the next thing we see is the camera swinging over the banister to look down the stairs, and the man who was moving the boxes has fallen down the stairs. His head was like... With the, the box of toys strewn around him, Mrs. Thompson is on the phone in a panic. And here the subtitles don't match what she's saying at all. They say completely different things. Oh, okay. I wasn't even. <laughs> she's just she's attention. just like panic on the phone trying yeah. to call nine one one. The subtitles are like are just just say different things, different <laughs> panic words. It was Tyler comes to the edge of the banister and she looks up to see Tyler standing there and is like like Tyler don't look. But then she just goes back to the phone call. Yeah, yeah. and she doesn't like make Tyler leave. Tyler just stands there looking down at this body that has its head turned completely around Ugh. and there's a pool of blood the and there's broken dolls everywhere. Yeah. The makeup department had some fun like, with this one. Yeah. The props department too. You gotta yeah. find all those dolls and make that exact replica building. That's fun. Yeah. That's great. So that's, you know, horrible and gruesome. Tyler, again, seems completely unbothered. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's a bit of a creepy kid Very creepy way. kid. Hmm. Okay, back to playing with my dolls. <laughs> Sidebar, she looks very similar to a student I had last year. Oh, really? Oh, wow. With a very similar voice, too. No. 
um, our number one most wanted <gasps> last year. Oh, boy. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Little girl. Little girl. <laughs> yeah, Tyler looks completely unbothered. There's a body. There's a body down there. <laughs> well, that's weird. <laughs> <laughs> you want to see a dead body? <laughs> you took me down to the train tracks. But I had seen that one already. Where were we? Theme. <laughs> Fire. It tells us we are in Peoria. Yeah. Illinois. In a motel. We are in a motel room. uh, And we are looking at a missing persons uh, flyer tacked up on like a conspiracy board with sticky notes that say things like, Sam! Sam. (laughs) (laughs) And Scott killed here. (laughs) And Andrew Gallagher. Also on on this on a map in the background. On her poster, it says she's five five and hundred eight pounds. That is a tiny person. That's not. That can't be her. Like yeah. like like actual measurements. No. Or like that's just. That feels that's, like it's no. impossible. That's not possible for her to have been that small. Yeah, like she's that's she's that's, that's like very a, small. Like normal looking woman. She was a normal yeah. sized person. She would be like one twenty five. Yeah. At like yeah one twenty five one thirty least five five or one oh eight would be skeletal like mm-hmm. yeah they're sure like this is what a woman is like that's yeah like, exactly that's, those seem like the correct numbers <laughs> what do I want in a woman one oh eight pounds oh my god mm-hmm. so a child yeah. <laughs> so but then it says Ava was last seen at her home oh, in Lafayette, Lafayette, Indiana, which is not where her home was. No. Her home was in Peoria. How'd they screw that one up? That was one episode ago, guys. Yeah. That's <laughs> yeah. not like some deep lore that you, you said that last yeah. episode. There, a witness p- places her at her place of employment earlier the day she went missing. Okay. In so, Peoria. <laughs> which is, which should be in Peoria. Genovia. Genovia. <laughs> Sam uh, is doing some research when Dean comes comes in with coffee. Sam's on the phone with Ellen, and Dean's like, did she have anything to say? Uh, Sam is like, nothing. You know, I've been checking every database I can think of, federal, state, local. No one's heard anything about Ava. She just, you know, into thin air. And nothing from Dean's Nothing from end. Dean, no. Ellen does, however, have a case for them, and Sam runs it down. There is a hotel in Cornwall, Connecticut. There have been two freak accidents in the past three weeks. A lady drowned in the bathtub, and a few days ago, a guy fell down the stairs, had turned around complete 180. Sam told Ellen they'd think about taking the job. And this surprises Dean because uh, we learn they've been spending, um, they've spent the past month looking for Ava. And Dean says he, he did this before when he was checking in with Sam about Jess, mm-hmm. sort of hiding with humor, checking in on him. Yeah. Just checking to see where he's at. Yes, he says, he's like, oh, you know, I thought there'd be more angst, you know, droopy music, staring out rainy windows. Because <laughs> Sam did that a little bit last yeah, time. Yeah. He does give this Dean a look, and Dean's like, okay, I'll shut up now. But then Sam is like, you know, I'm the one who told her to go back home. So blaming himself. And he's like, you know, the fiance's dead. The demon has taken her off God knows where. So they've been looking for a month and they've got nothing. But he's not going to give up on her. He's just not going to give up on other people either. Because they need to do a filler episode. Yep. Mm -hmm. And I did like this one line. He says, um, we got to save as many people as we can. I'm like, yep. You do, mm-hmm. don't you? Yeah, you do. <laughs> I bet, I bet you do, Sam. Yep. And Dean says, wow, that attitude is just way too healthy for me. Well, that's healthy. I'm officially uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. It's like, joke's on you, Dean. It's not as healthy as you think it is. It's <laughs> really not. So Dean agrees, sure, we can take this job. And they rock out 
to music in the Impala on the road. They arrive at the Haunted Inn in Connecticut, wherever we said Cornwall. Mm -hmm. Dean, getting out of the car and approaching the building, Dean is excited that they get to (laughs) investigate an old school haunted house. He's like, he's so excited for things like fog and secret passageways and sissy British accents. (laughs) Might bump into Fred and Daphne. He goes, "Mm, Daphne, love her. I'm like, Ew. I was like, oh, I was so pumped about his reaction and how wholesome it was for a sec, but then he made that comment about Daphne, and I was like... Fred and Fred and Daphne were first on his mind, though. Yes. Yes. I guess, but he was... He only, he only goes further with the comment about Daphne. Fred and Daphne were on his mind. <laughs> yeah, but that's just because they're... I, I know what you're saying, but that's just because they're two... Dean has two hands. <laughs> <laughs> And I I know I've mentioned this before, so give it mm, 11 years and he will get to meet them. Wow. Which is hilarious. So they head on up to the building, but Sam pauses when he spots a teeny tiny symbol on the inside of a pot. His perception was like, boom, natural 20. Yep. It's like you spot a symbol that's about the size of a quarter on a on a dirty old planter. He's like, hmm, what's that? What's that? It's he stops Dean and points it out. Like, see this pattern here? Hmm. Maybe this isn't haunted. Maybe it's hoodoo. Here's the thing. I did like a quick Google search. Yeah. I could find no connection of this symbol to hoodoo. Okay. Oh, this this symbol. Right. A uh, five spot or a quincunx. Yeah. <laughs> As he I says. Quincunx. Quincunx. I don't know. I think it might be French. Oh. Huh. Not sure. This symbol, this arrangement of symbols, it's if you take like a rectangle or a square and put dots at the four corners and then one dot in the center. Yeah. And then draw a little kind of curvy lines connecting them. You don't but you don't have to for oh, this okay. symbol. Um it's Does this symbol have is It's this, just an arrangement of five points. But huh. does the no, is this symbol does this symbol actually have anything to do with Hoodoo? No. Or any religion? No. Oh. As far as I can tell, no. It's just an arrangement of five points that we see on dice. Yeah. That's what the five on the on on a six sided die is. Those dots? Yeah. That's what that is. On playing cards, the, yeah. the five card, that's how those points are arranged. Um you see it in architecture, you see it in art, you see it in heraldry, you see it in um there were there was a Roman coin called a Whatever, quincunx, whatever. It's uh, the optimal solution. I think it's the optimal solution for the orchard planting problem. It's an arrangement of planting trees. Oh, cool. Nowhere in my couple minutes of research did I see any connection to hoodoo except through Supernatural. (laughs) If that's incorrect, please email us and let us know. Yeah. But uh, the lore here is extremely dubious. I'm dubious about that. It's just uh, an arrangement of five dots. Mm Mm-hmm. But Sam insists that this is serious hoodoo spell work. Yeah, he's like, fill this urn with bloodweed and you've got a powerful charm to ward off enemies. Um, Dean's like, you know, I don't see any bloodweed. And don't you think this place is a little too white meat for hoodoo? Which, like, like, okay, I guess, yeah. Interesting point you're making, Supernatural, I suppose. Right. You guys are using it for your story, though. Yeah. Yeah. Uh... Not, and using it, it incorrectly, so like preachy. If, if, 
Yeah. And they're using it incorrectly, so as far as I can tell. Yeah. Not great. So the boys make it into the inn, and they are greeted at the front desk by Mrs. Thompson, um, who we remember from the intro. Dean asks for a room for a couple of nights, and as Sam closes the door behind them, Maggie and Tyler both come tearing through the room. And the way that they push past Sam, it makes it look like Maggie's doing the pushing, and like she's corporeal. Yeah, it you know? literally looks like they both bumped into him. But Maggie never directly interacts with Sam. No. She, she doesn't, actually. Tyler is the one who, like, bumps into his front, and Maggie runs around behind him. Yeah. And there's, like, giggling and, and running, and uh, Tyler's mom t- yells at them to be careful. And, you know, so she's like, hey! And then she's like, <laughs> like, 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 oh my god, sorry about that, those kids, kind of thing. So we don't think anything of it. Mm-mm. If if we you know haven't read the episode description, yeah, she tells them uh, as she's checking them in, you know, congratulations, you could be some of our final final guests. And Jean's like, I had yeah, the that thought, sounds vaguely ominous. <laughs> I had that exact thought as he was saying it, and she's like, oh no no no, sorry, it's just we're closing soon. It's, and then she then we have mm. a super weird exchange. I, and it, I, it, yeah, it, it is two thousand seven joke. It is one of the two scenes that I actually remember from this episode. They did the same thing in Bugs. Yeah, yes, they this did. is a repeat of the of the bug the situation. Same exact it's thing. the same joke. And they did the same it's the same joke in the same sequence. Yes. They have first person we also offer this for gay people. And they're like, oh no, we're not gay. Oh, okay. Second person who didn't hear the first person say that be like, You gay? <laughs> <laughs> and then they're like, <sighs> It's yeah, it's the same it's the same joke. Yeah. She asks if they're here antiquing, and Dean's face does this weird, like, convulsion. And yeah. he's like, I bet. I'm try- attempting I'm like, to parse what it is she's said. He's like, he kind of gives, like, a, a half story. Yeah, he gives, yeah. like, a half check at Sam, who's already nodding, like, yes, we're yes, antiquing. Yes, we're antiquing. And, and he's like, okay, he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. like yes, we are. Yeah, we're, <laughs> we're antiquing. And he's like, how did you know? And she, she's like, oh, you just look, you just look like the type. Which, like... Wow. Okay. What was that microaggression? (laughs) You just look like the type? What? Jeez. So, a king size bed. When she said you look like the type, Dean smiles and nods, but he's like so confused. He's like, what? What do antiquers look like? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I do not think they do. No. In this moment, there there are some interesting wardrobe choices in this episode, too. Yeah. Dean is not wearing what he has been wearing lately. Dean's wearing a. He's got his canvas jacket, not his leather jacket. Mm-hmm. He's got like a Henley on, yeah, not like a not a flannel or a button up. I mean, I think with his rings and a different colored t shirt under his Henley, with his rings and his necklace. Well, yeah, Maybe. the amulet and the and the rings. But I don't know about Sam. Sam, Sam uh, just Sam looks like wearing, average man. He's got a Carhartt over like a denim shirt. Well, they are they are both wearing boot cut jeans. <laughs> <laughs> Curtis. It was two, it was 2007. <laughs> Everyone was wearing Those bootcut jeans. Bootcut jeans. jeans. <laughs> <laughs> He's like they're so wide at the base. Like <laughs> it was 2007. Everyone was wearing bootcut jeans because yeah. that's all that was being sold at like Old Navy was yeah. only bootcut jeans. Yeah. I wore bootcut jeans. Oh, I bet I did. Everyone wore bootcut jeans. <laughs> you got bootcut jeans. You got. <laughs> Everybody gets bootcut jeans. <laughs> So she's, you know, you look like the type, which, like, and, excuse me? Dean's literally just kind of, like, vague smile, like, yeah, I don't smiled, know. Kinda, he kind of nods, like, oh, okay. It's <laughs> like, I guess I could try antiquing. And then she she goes, so a king-size bed. And Dean's got this just, like, what? what? 
Huh? Huh? Like he's, Sam's like, like, he's not at all following. And then no, Sam, Sam is the one is who's like, no, 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 no. 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 We're brothers. We're just brothers. And Dean goes from just utter confusion to like, oh, no. like face drained. Like, like this does not play as funny. To no, me. it doesn't. It's, I, it's awkward and like, uncomfortable. I, I feel yeah. like it's supposed to be though. Yeah, and it's supposed, to be, it's supposed to be a joke. It's supposed to be a joke. But the way the way Jensen plays it, yeah, like you see his face drain. Yeah, like oh no, what 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 does she see? Yeah, what about me? What about me? Says that. Says that. And he does ask her because she's like, yeah. oh, I am so sorry. And she goes like, Haha. and he literally he literally says, what about? He's yeah, like, what, what do you mean that we look the type? What What does that mean? But not, he's not aggressive. It's no. like, it's like, what it's do you like, mean we look the type? It's like, what, what did I do? Yeah. yeah. That tells you that. Mm-hmm. And she's like, that I am, spe- that I have worked so hard specifically to not do. And yeah. then, and then Sam can, like, looks over and he can kind of tell that Dean is having, like, Dean's like having, a, Dean's, something's going on. And he's like, uh, 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 about antiquing, I saw, I saw an urn, a vase thingy out there, and where did you where get, you get it? it? I don't know. It's been there forever. Dean is looking <laughs> supremely uncomfortable and upset. Yeah. yeah. There you go, Mr. Mahogoff. Mahogoff. <laughs> okay. All right. And she, ding, she dings a bell. <laughs> she says, you'll be staying in room 237. And this old man <laughs> comes up, Sherwin. Could you show these, uh, could you show them to their rooms? And I'm like, like, he's got, he's supposed to have the vibes of, like, the sinister butler. Yeah. Yeah. Butler. But as soon as he's just bumbling around. As soon as he starts talking and acting, it's like, (laughs) completely different vibes. I'm like, the butler didn't do it. No way did the butler do it. (laughs) But then he's like. He, He walks up and he's like, let me guess, antiquers? And it's like. (sighs) Ha 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 ha! We just did the same joke again. What? That's the same joke twice. We did it again. And in, yeah, and in Bugs, they were like, they did, it, yeah, they did it twice. They did the exact yeah. same joke twice in quick succession. And they were like, and it wasn't funny either time. No, no, it wasn't. And they did the same thing later in Bugs that they do with here when they do where Dean plays into it, and he's like... Oh, yeah. Oh, a little bit, yeah. I guess they did it a little bit in Bugs, too. It feels more... He like slapped Dean- Sam's ass and said... Yeah, I don't know what that was. <laughs> it's <laughs> like, sweetie. Like, because... because in, in here, this episode at least, because Sam, like, makes fun of him, like, like he kind of pokes fun at, at Dean for, for, for a hot second, mm-hmm. it feels like Dean getting back at Sam and making Sam uncomfortable. Yeah. But it's still... It's played for it's played for laughs, but feels sup- like not funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and also does not feel acted funny. Mm-mm. Sherwin leads them up the stairs, dragging Dean's bag <laughs> behind him, just on the ground. He's like, "You need you need I, a hand with that." Dean offers to take it, and Sherwin's like, "Ah, oh, I got it. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good." So Sam strikes up a chat with Sherwin. We learn that you know the hotel's closing. He refers to uh, Mrs. Thompson as 
Miss Susan. <laughs> no, Monster Vs. Aliens. <laughs> Susan! Ooh, I just scared myself. Uh, it says Miss Susan tried to make a go of it, but the, but the guests just don't come like they used to. And he's like, this place used to be a palace. Two different vice presidents stayed here. And I'm thinking back to the sign. It said 1930, which is like old, but not like oh, super old. Yeah. This, uh, but the house no, had... No, no one was alive back then. <laughs> yeah, this house has the, always, the vibe. I and feel like l- movies and TV shows always do that they're like it's so old but then they show the date and it's like that wasn't that wasn't really that long ago and like okay like the sign like the it as an inn it has been run as an inn since 1930 and was the family estate before then two different vice presidents (laughs) stayed here though Um, parents worked here i grew up here here's your room (laughs) yeah he you know lets them in hands sam the key and then stands there waiting for dean to give him a tip with his hand out and he's like you're not gonna cheap out on me are you boy (laughs) <laughs> and Dean gives a full eye roll before getting his wallet out. Yeah. Dean's looking around at the interior design. He's like, oh my god. Yeah, you know, Dean, what a, the... Yeah, there's a weird <laughs> wedding dress, like, like, hung on the wall. Yeah, yeah, just like pinned up on the wood-paneled wall yeah. above the desk. Dean's like, this place is creepy. No wonder people yeah. stay here. Yeah. Stay here. Yeah. Sam is doing... Got, got, the, got the files out, and he gives the rundown. The first victim, Joan Edison, was a realtor handling the sale of the hotel. The second victim, Larry Williams, was moving stuff to Goodwill. Both seem to be attached to shutting the place down. So like, okay, so it's got to be someone who doesn't want to leave the place and is using, like, their their theory at this point is using hoodoo to fight back. And they decide it's unlikely to be Susan because she's the one selling the place. They (laughs) very briefly suggest Sherwin and they're like, no. (laughs) No way. I don't know. Man. So we never we don't we don't get anywhere close to a butler did it red herring. He's he's just like completely wrong vibes for that man. <laughs> and this is where Dean brings up. Yeah. And I remember this this uh, as like an extension of the last scene this this part. Of he course. goes, yeah, of course the most troubling question is why do these people assume we're gay? And <laughs> Sam teases him, yeah, saying, "You are kind of butch, probably think you're overcompensating." And Dean gives sort of a pained chuckle and he's like, "Yeah, right." And like, wah! <laughs> Just that little exchange. What the fuck? <laughs> is played as a joke. Yeah. Neither of them are really acting as a joke. Like, like Sam is 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 teasing Dean. Mm-hmm. It's not played for jokes though. They're not being like like goofy about it. Yeah. I mean, Sam says, "Think you're overcompensating," and like we've talked, we we've talked on the podcast and in the fandom. This is an ongoing conversation, right? About Dean's performance of masculinity Mm -hmm. and it being what he thinks masculinity is and using that to fit whatever idea of masculinity that John has too and trying to match that and be a man. It is a performance and it is an overcompensation. He's overcompensating for whatever he feels he is lacking masculine-wise, trying to live up to whatever this impossible bar John is has John set for him. So he's doing this. He's doing this this overperformance of hyper-masculinity and people see that. Yeah. So now he knows that that's been spotted. And so now he's in a bind, right? Because if he's not doing that over that that performance of hypermasculinity, he's not living up to whatever 
impossible standard John has set. Mm-hmm. But apparently that that hyper masculinity is a flag to some pointing directly at whatever he's trying to cover up, mm-hmm. which, you know, is uh, self-loathing, closeted queerness. <laughs> yeah. And I don't think that's what the writers were. No, of course not. <laughs> of course it wasn't intentional. I don't care what the writers intended. But it's literally right there. Because it's right there. <laughs> if not, then Why? <laughs> If not, then why? So, heartbreaking, uh, actually. Not funny that now Dean is caught in this, oh god, people know. People can tell. Mm-hmm. And Sam just has to go and poke, poke and prod and tease about it. Yeah. And make, make Dean uncomfortable because this is, because Sam is not registering that that's that that's what's going on with Dean. He's like, oh, you're, you're just, you know, like, you you know, you, you're having an issue because you're so manly and whatever, and being gay is not, so that's that's your issue. That is, you think people think you're not manly enough or whatever. And it's like, mm, Sam, you're so close, but also so far. I know you've taken a 101 gender studies class. <laughs> <laughs> so we, we see, you know, in the, the halls of, of the inn, they're wandering around, and um, Sam spots another five-point symbol in a vase. Again, it's like about the size of a quarter. Yeah. And it's in a dark hallway (gasps) inside a vase. Look at this. So they're like, oh, interesting. And then Dean goes and knocks uh, on a door marked private and Susan answers. She's like, everything okay with your rooms? And they say, oh yeah, about like seven times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything's great. And then then there's there's this awkward pause. And they're like, kind of like looking over her shoulders. Dean's looking into into the the room room behind her and she's like, well, I'm packing, so... And Dean goes, hey, are those antique dolls? <laughs> this one's got a major doll collection back at home. He's like, and he's like, and he won't tell you, but he's always like dressing them up in little outfits. Can we look at them? You'd make his day. And he's like, wouldn't she? Uh, you'd make his day. Uh? Sam looks at Dean at first like, is this what you're going with? This is the lie. This is, this is the cover story. This is your charisma check and I have to help you. Uh-huh. And by saying, yup, big it's time. True. It, big time is it's true. It's true. true. This is a thing I do. <laughs> <laughs> yup. This is what we're going with. And she's like, okay, come on like, in. Like, like, in- like, like, oh, indulgent. Like, oh. Uh, gay indulge he- the gays. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Gay people are so cute. Wow. It's weird. Yeah. Dean is doing it to get back at Sam for teasing him. Yeah. And they're like, oh, right. And yeah, smacks him on the shoulder and Sam's like, knock it off. Like, right. this is a terrible idea. <laughs> yeah. Get in there and they're like, wow, it, this is so creepy. Yeah, <laughs> there's a lot of dolls. Not super creepy at all. And she's like, yeah, it's creepy. But they've been in the family forever, so, you know. Sentimental value. And she confirms that the dollhouse is an exact replica, and it was custom built. And Sam finds the doll at the bottom of the dollhouse stairs. He's like, his head is uh, twisted his head the was, wrong way. He's like, how'd that happen? Um, <laughs> what happened to it? She's like, oh, probably uh, Tyler. Tyler, probably. And Tyler but, comes in. But he's looking at the doll and, like, looking at Dean, and they're, and they're like, <laughs> like, ha, ha, ha. Uh. <laughs> It's so creepy. The exact replica of this house and this man's head is backwards? All right. All right. Okay. <laughs> She's no. like, oh, I don't know how that Oh, that's, 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 that's yeah. weird. It's like, oh, no, no one else is finding this. Okay. Enter Tyler. She says Maggie's being mean. And Susan she says... She says it like Maggie. Yeah, like, like Maggie. Maggie. Maggie's being mean. Maggie. Maggie. Susan tells her, she's like, tell her I said to be nice. Sam approaches. She says this in like the most fuckboy voice possible. He's like, you're dull. 
<laughs> he's like, he's like, I see. Well, he's he's doing. He's like talking to a little like adult man talking to a little kid. Hey, Tyler, you broke your doll. It's like, hey, hey, you want, <laughs> you want me to fix it for you? I don't think it was that Chad as that. I, I don't. Like, I didn't get that that dramatically Chad from it. He said it first, and he's like, "Hey, Tyler, so you broke your doll." I don't think so. It really was. I don't think it was that. Hey, Tyler. <laughs> he said, I see you broke your doll. Do you want me to fix it? And Tyler's like, I didn't break it. I found it like that. Which is Maybe a very... Maggie did it? She's like, no, neither of us did it. Grandma would get mad if we broke it. And then Dean goes, Grandma! <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, no, Susan's like, Grandma wouldn't get mad. And Dean's like, Grandma! <laughs> Tyler's like, Grandma Rose, these were all her toys. And Dean, Dean, like, I mean, his delivery on Grandma was, was like, Grandma! Grandma! Like, like... <laughs> like the, the, there's the energy that everyone else was operating at and there's Dean way up here grandma and he's like where's grandma <laughs> and so Ty- talk to her right now Tyler's like oh she's up in her room and Sam's like you know I'd uh, really like to talk to, to Rose about her incredible doll collection she's like no yeah Susan jumps up with no <laughs> I, I mean I'm afraid that's impossible my mother's been very sick and she's not taking any visitors and over over Sam saying he'd really like to talk to Rose we see this fade-in shot on an old lady yeah. in a wheelchair sitting in, like, an attic room looking out a rainy window. Yep. And it's like, oh, oh, creepy Grandma Rose lives <laughs> upstairs. In the attic. And then Susan comes in, no! We don't talk I about... Mean, I mean... I mean... I mean, that's impossible. I'm not, I mean, we're not keeping Grandma upstairs she, in the attic. She, she doesn't take visitors. Sam and Dean are like... Okay. So, so wow. Grandma's got something to do with this. Then. So, so clearly, this is Grandma yeah. <laughs> doing. Back out in the halls of the inn, Sam runs us down on dolls being used in all kinds of voodoo and hoodoo, curses, binding spells, that sort of thing. Kind of dubious. But we have seen a haunted doll before. <laughs> I didn't watch. I can't steal the McElroy's haunted doll watch bit. We're not going to steal it. (laughs) We did see a haunted doll before. Remember? Yeah. Um, The creepy the doll with the hair. hair. That does. We we know that that happens. Yeah. Why they aren't checking the dolls for for that situation? I don't know. For like EMF. EMT reader. For anything. Why aren't they doing that? Yeah. You'd think with cursed objects or. they're looking for like, sulfur. Yeah, they it's just they 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 led themselves down the the hoodoo red herring right. situation. They got so stuck on that because Sam kept seeing the hoodoo symbol. Yeah, that that's not even a it hoodoo symbol. But Sam, Sam got stuck on that, and so instead of checking the dolls for for with the EMF reader or remembering that we had a haunted doll with you know girl hair, mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we've done that before. Dean and Sam split up to go investigate the grandma and check for, like, obits and other, um, like strange deaths and, and stuff. And then Dean has a weird yeah, line as he leaves. because yeah, like, he's like, we'll see if she's whacked anyone before. Like, don't go surfing porn, not that kind of whacking. And like, sir. What? <laughs> and what, it, and what prompted that? Well, it is true. We did see Sam that one time looking at, <laughs> looking at porn on the television. I think it was just there, though. Like, he turned it on and it was on? No, you have to you choose have to that. Search for that. You, you have to pay for that. That's not an accident. <laughs> So maybe he was watching it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, he was. He but was he wasn't watching doing it. anything. No, he, no. He, looked, he looked extremely bored while he was watching. He was just kind of like <laughs> you're just sitting on the end of the bed, like uh, nothing else to do. Might as well pay for for pay per view porn on the television. <laughs> I mean, it looked like he was just like like he was like, well, nothing else really. Nothing else is on, <laughs> so I might as well just like watch it. Right. So <laughs> I might as well watch it for the storyline. Yeah, <laughs> for the plot. For the plot. So we do, I suppose, have have the precedent, but. But also, why why did you say that, Dean? Yeah, that was a weird line. Yeah, why did we do that? Always weird when like like they're friends, but they're not friends; they're brothers. Yeah, like talking about like yeah. porn and stuff. Like ha ha ha! I like mean, you're my buddy. Yeah, because we talk about porn because we're men and buddies. Yeah, but it would be like weird because it's like he's like, my brother. Don't, yeah, he's don't jack little, off. He's my <laughs> little brother. Yeah, yeah. I watch out for him and have a like a parent relationship with him. Yeah. That's weird. And every time that he's like, when he saw him with Ava, he's like, ah, damn. Damn. Sam, you sly dog. And like, every time that he's with a girl, like, being like, horny for him. It's, it's weird. It's weird. It's really weird. So, we see Susan signing over some legal agreement to a guy, Guy in Suit. And she's like, oh, what what sort of renovations are you planning? I never asked. And he's like, they didn't tell you? And she's like, no. We're just gonna demolish the whole thing. We're, we're not, we're demolishing the hotel. And she's like, oh, 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 I see. Excuse me. Then we see a couple ba- like back and forth scenes. Tyler is playing in a doll ha- in the dollhouse room. Yep, having hum- a tea party, humming creepily. Yep, mm-hmm. humming, humming "Ring Around the Rosie." I think. Of course, there is a doll in the dollhouse sitting on a doll bed. The legal suit man is in his bedroom in the hotel, sitting on the bed in the same spot that the doll is sitting on the doll bed. The door in the dollhouse opens. The door in real life opens behind the suit man. And the humming is continuing over all of this. Mm-hmm. And it's very creepy. The man starts to loosen his tie. Tyler pours some tea and stops humming. She turns around and looks into the dollhouse. The doll is hung up on the ceiling fan. And then we see the suit man hanging from a fan in the room in the real hotel. And he's dying. And yeah. he is twitching and dying. We see him we, we assume being wheeled away by the county coroner. <laughs> Sam is dramatically looking out the window at yeah. the police in the coroner down like, below. Yeah, whoops the the curtain away. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> Dean uh, asks Susan what happened and she's she's distraught. Um, the maid went in to turn down the sheets and he was just hanging there. But she says it like, she said it with almost like with a grin. <laughs> he was just hanging there. Yeah, she's like, like, she that was weird. There. That was a little weird. Which is very strange because she like walks up to Dean with like like yeah. tears in her yeah. eyes like yeah. she's, she's she so up, upset she walks up to him to straw but when she says it to him she's like she's like that was, was weird <laughs> she's like that was weird he was just like hanging there and Dee's asks you know if, if he was a guest and he was he was working for the company that just bought the place Sus- she's, Susan's upset she understands if he wants to leave and offers him a full refund if he wants to check out but Dean assures her that he doesn't scare that easy Dean heads back to hit the room he shares with Sam mm-hmm. I and okay okay so there's a zoom in on their door Yes. They're in room 237. Yes. Which is a reference to... The Shining. Yes. Uh, okay. Yeah. Um, we get this We get this shot of Sam, like, through the open, their open door. It, like, makes sure you notice that their key fob says room 237. <laughs> <laughs> Which is the same Which room. Which is the same room. Yeah. Uh, and we see Sam sitting in the dark. <laughs> <laughs> 
And Dean, you know, marches in, you know, closes the door behind him, goes over to, to, starts rummaging through their stuff as he's talking. Yeah, there's been another one. Some guy just hung himself in his room. And Sam's like, yeah, I saw. And his tone is a little off. Yeah, Yeah. I'm like, hmm. He's just, he's just sitting sitting there. Like slumped in the chair. I was like, I saw. I immediately was like, oh. Like, yeah, oh, what's like, going on? Something's going on with Sam right Sam, now. Sam, you all right, bud? Yeah, we got to figure this out and fast. What did you find out about Gram- Granny? Granny. <laughs> Sam goes, you're bossy. <laughs> Dean whips He's around. Like, what like, the what? what? He goes, yeah. you're bossy. <laughs> you're short. Chuckles. <laughs> <laughs> and Dean's just looking at him like, I don't fucking believe it. Are you drunk? Right like, We're on a job. It's like, yeah, yeah so? so stupid. <laughs> and it's, and Dean looks D- over and sees, like, a lot of little empty bottles. And Sam very quickly devolves from, <laughs> you're short, to in tears. Yeah. Yep. That guy who hung himself, I couldn't save him. And he's like, what are you talking about? You didn't know he was even here. Yeah. <laughs> and he goes, that's an excuse, Dean. I should have found a way to save him. I should have saved Ava, too. And he's like, you can't save everyone. Even you said that. Sam bangs his fist on the table. He's like, no, Dean, you don't understand. All right? The more people I save, the more I can change. He's like, change? My destiny. destiny. (laughs) He's like, okay. All right, time for bed. Come on, Sasquatch. (laughs) Which I I believe that's what Jensen called Jared. Oh, that's cute. Which is funny because this whole scene, I was like, is this how Jared acts when he's drunk? Is this what Jared? Believes drunk is, <laughs> or is this what like yeah? Is this what Jared thinks he acts like when he's drunk, but also kind of acts like what when he's drunk? I like don't maybe know. he's like yeah, like, you're short. <laughs> I don't know. You're bossy. I don't know. I've I've seen clips of like panels and stuff where they've you know had like a like had you know like a whiskey drink or whatever while they're doing a panel. Yeah. I mean, there's you know goofiness and whatever, but they're still yeah. like you know performing in front of people. Yeah. The glimpses. I'm more familiar with the glimpses we get of drunk Jensen. Really? And his alter ego. The the Jensen's drunk alter ego <laughs> is Neznej. <laughs> which is Jensen spelled backwards. <laughs> Neznej. We get glimpses of him at like things like panels and, and stuff when he when they're when they're having whiskey or whatever. Mm-hmm. We we get glimpses of that. Uh, <laughs> and it's it's fun, it's it's cute and funny. I'm less less familiar with what Jared is like yeah. in real life because I'm just generally not interested. <laughs> yeah. I do think just quick sidebar, I think I remember one live show that I think it was Moving Bam. Justin was like, I'm having a white wine. And they're like, No, you're not. Like tell the audience what you're drinking. And he's like, it's a red wine with a white claw in it. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, Justin, no. (laughs) He's like, it's my white wine. (laughs) No, it's not, not. Justin. (laughs) Tell them, be honest. (laughs) I think that's what it was. Oh, oh god. oh god, that's awful. It sounds so bad. I mean, it's I mean, it's like a wine, like spritzer, like mm-hmm. like a like, I can like, see like, like, like wine juice. Yeah, I, they wine coolers. Wine, yeah, 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 yeah. I don't think I've ever had one. I don't think I have either. They look too sugary. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah. Definitely. Hey, B, what's your opinion on wine coolers? Mm-hmm. So Dean tells him time to go to bed, Sasquatch, which. That's cute. Yeah. And Sam's like, I need you to watch out for me. And he's <laughs> like, yeah, I always I do. do. Yeah, yeah. And, he, and he's like manhandling him <laughs> yeah, up. Yeah, kind of picks him up, pushes him to get up right. And he's like, no, you have yeah, to. No, 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 no. 
Like yeah, I, oh yeah, I said no time seven. <laughs> like, no, 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 no. You have, you have to, to watch, watch out for me. <laughs> watch out! You have to watch out! <laughs> watch out! Let me get you! Tickle me! Wrong tone. <laughs> Not the right tone for the scene. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> Who has got your belly? <laughs> I'm not getting audio from trailer park boys. <laughs> I'm editing this episode. Yeah. If I did, if you I were doing have. it, you'd do trailer park boys. I'm really, not doing it. Wrong tone. Because <laughs> Sam's next line: If I ever turn into something I'm not, you have to kill me. <laughs> Dean, Dean's like Sam in pain, and he's like Dad. And Sam stops, and he's like, "Dad told you to. You have to do it." Yep. It almost sounded like, you have like to oh, get, "Well, Dad told you. Dad so told you, you have to. Yeah. It's the rules. It's, rules. it's the rules." And we know you you do you always do what Dad tells you. Yeah. Dad told you, so you have to do it. We know that. Yeah. And Dean comes in with. Hell yeah, Dean. Mm-hmm. He comes in with a yeah. Well, Dad's an ass. He never should have said anything. You don't do that. You don't say that kind of crap to your kids. You don't, you don't, you don't put that on them. And I'm like, yes! <laughs> yep. Yes! We're recognizing. You're that. correct! <laughs> and Sam's like, no, he was right to say it. Who knows what I might become? Even now, everyone around me dies. I'm like, well, that's a little dramatic. So <laughs> okay. <I'm not>. okay. <laughs> it's time for bed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's like, well, I'm not dying. Okay. Uh, and neither are you. So come on, sit down. And he's like, no. Please, you're the only one who can do it. Promise me. And Dean's like, don't make me promise that. Yeah, don't ask that of me. Is it? Like, Please, you, you have, have to, to promise me. There's a long pause before Dean's like, he's never going to bed, is he? <laughs> I promise. <laughs> and Sam's like, thanks, thank you. And Dean's like, all right. There's a weird like face. Yeah, he's like grabs Dean's face and is yeah. like. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I gotta touch your face because you're my brother. Touch, 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 touch. And Dean's like, like, Dean's like, like, like too no, much. No, no, too no, much. Let go. My let go. Let go. You're sweaty. <laughs> yeah. You're sweaty and your breath stinks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Lie down. Finally gets Sam into bed. Sam like flops around until he, you know, can get his face in a pillow. And Dean sits the, sits on the other bed, just distraught. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dean does not go to bed. He takes to wandering the halls of, of the inn. And he finds Sherwin. Another, another Shining reference. Wandering. Yes! Yeah, the visual re- reference of swinging into the bar. Mm-hmm. And oh, him sitting cool. down uh, at, the at the bar. At the bar. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Um, yeah, Dean goes yeah, downstairs was, to the bar. Really, it was a really cool shot. They s- swing from the entryway in through in through the door to the bar and get this long shot of the full bar in a, a visual reference to The Shining. It was really, really cool. I don't really, know really why cool. I mean, maybe it's because it's a hotel. It's a hotel, it's a hotel. and it's haunted. Oh, damn it. Um, Sherwin is tending bar. Find any good antiques? <laughs> <laughs> and Dean's like, no, I got distracted. <laughs> and he goes, have a drink. And he yeah, pours Sh- Sherwin wine. is just at the bar drinking. Yeah. <laughs> I love Sherwin. Yeah. Dean's like, yeah, so poor guy, huh? Killing himself. Sherwin's like, that kind of thing seems to be going around lately. Like, okay. <laughs> what? Sherwin? <laughs> Maybe you did do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> seems completely unbothered. He's like, yeah, yeah. This, this thing's been, these have been happening. Yep. He's like, but I'm too old to like care. Who or, cares? <laughs> Dean, he, like, he's around to get, takes his drink and he's like, it's almost like this hotel is cursed or something. It kind of like <laughs> looks, looks at Sherman, like takes a sip and looks at Sherman, Sh- Sherwin, like, uh, like, do you like, know do you, about do you the curse? to know about a curse or something? And, and <laughs> Sherwin goes, every hotel has its spilled blood. It's like, what? They, <laughs> I'm like, every hotel? I hope not. They most certainly do not, Sherwin. And you know what 
And you know that that's another... Oh, the spilled blood. Yeah, the spilled blood into the hallway. Yeah. It's another Shining reference. But they most certainly do not, Sherwin. Every hotel? Every every I, hotel? I don't think so. Every hotel? I certainly hope not. I mean, every hotel has some spilled something. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's yeah. bound to spill something. I mean, if you, I'm saying if you took a black light that's to what the walls. Oh, you didn't get that? No, but that's just, that was the song. Yeah, then. yeah, okay. But I took it as anything. <laughs> Someone, uh, spilled something. <laughs> Literally it's a hotel. Sherwin says, if people only knew what goes on around here in some of the rooms that people have checked into. Um, uh, are you saying, Sherwin, are you, how many, are you pe- how many people have been murdered here, Sherwin? That are unrelated to the current killings. <laughs> yeah. Because it makes it sound like this has been going on for longer than a month. This is or that me... Or that you've been doing an, an, an unrelated series of murders. Me, uh, that one game that Mark yes. and Sean played. Um, well, the, the like, kind of clown guy in the hotel... Yeah. Jimmy or whatever. Mm-hmm. That was a good one. Uh, in was, a hotel. It was, like, partially movie, but partially game. Like, all of the, like... Like a, It was, like, a, like not entirely cutscene, but it was almost like all of the visuals were like you were in a movie. Weird. And you're it running... good. You're running around in a hotel, and there's this, like, guy with an axe that's chasing you, but... That's a baseball bat. Oh, a baseball bat? Yeah, because he hits you at some times. Yeah, And, like, yeah, knocks yeah, you yeah, out, yeah. and then, like, you have to start over. Dean's like, oh, it sounds like... You know a lot about the place. And he is like, yep, I know about this place down to the last nail. And Dean's like, well, it sounds like you know some stories then. And I love his line. He's like, boy, you should never say that to an old man. (laughs) (laughs) Because then Sherwin takes Dean around the building and showing him different photos and stuff and telling him all about, you know, the history of the building. It shows him a photo of little Miss Susan and her mother, Rose. He's like, oh, those were happier days. <laughs> like, they're not happy now? And he's like, well, no. Would you want to leave the only home you've ever known? And he's like, I don't know. I never really knew one. And Sherwood's like, well, I'm not going to address that. Yeah, I'm going to breeze right past that one. That sounds sad. <laughs> we don't have time to unpack all of that. He's goes on to explain this is Rose's home. Um, It's been in the family for more than a century. Used to be the family estate. Um, And now they're sending her to some senior graveyard once they tear this place down. Dean's like, oh yeah, and I heard Rose was not well. And Sherwin's like, it's not my place to say. Yeah. Dean's like, oh, okay. But he spots some old pictures and Sherwin explains that that's Rose as a little girl. And sitting next to her was her nanny, Marie, who is a young black woman with the five-point symbol on her apron or on a necklace, like a, a big, big enough to be spotted in this in this picture. Mm-hmm. And Dean's like, ah, we found it. Mm-hmm. The person who knows who do, <laughs> because this is still what their only their only theory. Even though at the very beginning, Dean was excited to to investigate haunted house. Yeah, this is the theory that they're sticking with for now, um, and we're not going to use our, our EMF reader at all. No, so yep, okay. The next morning, Sam is leaning his head on the toilet. <laughs> he does not look well. No, he's throwing up. <laughs> And Dean marches in with an outfit change. He's got his leather jacket now. Oh. 
Um, he's changed out of his canvas jacket and is in his re- more regular leather jacket and button-up and black t-shirt with his uh, his amulet. So interesting wardrobe change choice because Sam's clothes later, while his shirt is different, it looks very similar to the denim shirt he was wearing at the beginning, but this is a very different outfit from the other one Dean was wearing. Not sure what the wardrobe decisions were this episode. Yeah. If, if Dean just, you know, decided like, well, they saw something in me, so I'm going to completely change my look and go back to whatever I was wearing before. Cool. <laughs> he comes in and is teasing Sam about... Yeah, how you feeling, Sammy? I guess mixing whiskey and Jaeger wasn't such a gangbuster idea, was it? He brings up... He's like, oh, there's a great uh, a great hangover remedy. Greasy pork sandwich served on an ashtray. J- you know, try- just trying to make Sam puke. Um, I think that is a reference specifically to a movie, but uh, not one I've seen. He runs Sam down on the information he's gotten about the nanny who probably taught hoodoo to Rose. Um, so they're like, okay, well, now it's time we talk to Rose. Are there good hangover foods? Bread. Just Some bland. Bland. Something bland that or, you... Or, like, I mean, for me, it was always, like, savory. Like, I couldn't do, like, sweet, like, sweet breakfast in the morning after. Yeah. And, like, muffins or French toast and things like that. It would be, like, something, like, more salty or savory. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, salty. Saltines. Yeah. Yeah. I would usually start with saltines. That's a good one. Um, I would start with saltines. I, I would keep, you know, a sleeve of saltines by the bed. <laughs> I would start with saltines, and then I would move up to saltines with butter. Yep. And then go from there. I miss saltines. I know. Saltines are great. Yeah. I love saltines. Butter? Yeah. It's too mm. good. Saltines with butter I, is oh, so good. <laughs> it was so good, man. It's the blandest food. I know. But it's so good. It's really good. Because it's just salt and fat. <laughs> the the perfect yeah. you need. <laughs> and water. Yeah, yeah. Lots of water. Water. Drink Fluids. a bottle of water before you go to bed. <laughs> the closer you can get to sober before you go to bed by drinking more water, the better. Yeah. Best to not wake up still drunk. <laughs> I would rather... <laughs> Wake up still drunk, then wake up in really the hangover. Hungover. Yeah. Because if you wake up and you're still drunk... You you're can still st- having fun. You're still having fun, and then you can do damage control. Yeah. Like, I'm still drunk. Oh, boy, I gotta drink some water real quick. <laughs> yeah. You, you gotta do damage control. If you wake up and you're in the hangover... It's too late. It's too late, and only time will fix it. And water. Or water. Time, water, maybe a shower. Shower helps. Mm. Yeah. Sometimes you throw up in the shower. Sometimes! <laughs> And then you got to do what I think uh, Hank Green calls the waffle stomp. <laughs> what? <laughs> Which is stomping any particulate down yeah. the drain with your feet when uh, you're in the shower. <laughs> Bridget's making quite the face. <laughs> How does it sound to be an adult to you? See, I don't even know if I really... Because you like... You like champagne. Yes. What? <laughs> <laughs> Are you trying to connect the dots between why would you like like you like the drink but then as but then try to connect from there to but it sounds so horrible <laughs> to to just po- willingly poison yourself. Yeah. Are you trying to connect those dots? No, you like champagne. You are poisoning yourself. You literally are. That's, yeah. that's literally what's happening. Any hoozle. Yeah. Dean is like, yeah, I bet you don't remember a thing from last night, do you? And Sam is like, no, I can still taste the tequila. So not just whiskey and Jaeger, but also tequila? tequila. That sounds like a rough night. Oof. <laughs> I've never had Jaeger. 
Me either. Jaeger. Jaegermeister. Yeah. I think it's licorice licorice flavored, flavored which must be bad. Because like so, if you combine the flavor of licorice, which is bad, and the flavor of alcohol, which is bad, bad. Then, uh, why would, you, then, why would then, you drink that? And then whiskey also. Whiskey also, which is poison. Which is... <laughs> which is bad. Bad. <laughs> I like whiskey, but... <laughs> and then tequila. They agree it's time to talk to Rose. But first, Sam needs to brush his teeth. (laughs) (laughs) So the boys go to the door marked private that leads to the doll room. And Dean posts up lookout as Sam picks the lock. The boys... They do call out for Susan first. They do. Just to make sure she's not... Just for like a second. Just to make sure she's not in there. But that could have alerted her to If she was elsewhere in the house. Yeah. Yeah. So... (laughs) Yeah, but no one immediately replied. They didn't hear anyone coming, so they decided Mm -hmm. to break in. They snoop around until they find the, like, the back staircase that leads up to the private apartments upstairs. And they get to this long hallway with a door that's partially ajar at the end. And they're very sneaky, stealthy, walking down the hallway. And they push the door open. And there's Rose in a wheelchair, just, like, alone in the middle of the room. Yeah. Just hanging out. Just sitting there, completely alone, staring at the window, which is, and it's raining. Sam very gently... You know, hello, can we talk to you? And she's not responding. Yeah, we're not here to hurt you. We rose. And like, guys, remember the last time you snuck up on an old lady in a wheelchair? (laughs) I was sleeping with my peepers open. (laughs) Unfortunately, that's not the case with Rose. She She seems to be unable to speak and her eyes are darting around like she can see something that's not there. She looks upset, but she's not really responding to Sam. She's kind of doing like this inaudible gasp vocal fry. (laughs) Uh, So Sam like pulls Dean aside and he's like, Dean, she has had a stroke. And it's like, okay, possibly. Possibly. (laughs) Are you a doctor? Yeah. Sam. Hmm. Okay. They're like, okay, well, if she's had a stroke, then she's not able to do like the magic stuff that would be required for all of the nonsense going on because it's a very physical activity. Mm-hmm. So it can't be her doing it. And Dean's like, well, she could be faking. And Sam's like, what do you want to do, Dean? Poke her with a stick? And Dean's like, uh, maybe. Like, like, me makes this face like, 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 well, yeah, I would poke her with a stick. And Sam's like, you're not going to poke her with a stick. I'm poke her with a stick. Which is when Susan walks in. <laughs> Susan walks into the mumbling and here's the, you're not going to poke her with a stick. <laughs> and she's like, what the hell are you doing in here? And they're like, we, we just, we, we just want to talk to Rose. Just <laughs> talking over each other. We, 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 we want to talk to Rose. Susan goes to check check Rose, make sure she's okay. And she's like, she's scared out of her wits. And it's like, scared out of her wits. Wait, that was a weird way to say that. Yeah. And she reasonably, after they've now broken into her mother's room. Yeah. So I want you to out of my hotel in two minutes or I'm calling the cops. And they're both like, yep, yep okay, yep, goodbye. Okay, makes sense. <laughs> so they vroom out and Susan watches them go. Meanwhile, we see Tyler and Maggie playing jacks on the landing. Susan comes back inside and asks Tyler if she started packing. Tyler hasn't because Maggie says they're not allowed to move. Maggie gives like a side eye at Susan and goes, yeah. And Susan, this is where we have our big reveal. Yeah. Susan, exasperated and frustrated, tells Tyler enough. Maggie is a imaginary. You're too old to have an imaginary friend. And I am done pretending and before storming off. Then Maggie goes, I don't like her. And I'm like, oh, damn. <laughs> like, she gonna die. <laughs> oh, no. But, like, imagine 
Because I, I mean, I knew kids like that. What do you mean? Not like had kids over at our house that were like that, but I knew kids that would have acted like that. That would have been like, I don't like, like, I don't like her. Little brat kids? Yeah, little brat kids. <laughs> so our, our next scene, we see Susan packing up the car. Sherwin pulls up in an old red pickup truck and he offers to to haul those boxes for Susan. And she's like, no, that's fine. Thanks, Sherwin. And he's like, okay, see you later. And he drives off. <laughs> yep, I love Sherwin. Inside, Tyler is playing with like a little mechanical horse and soldier. And the swing on the play, on like the playground outside the dollhouse starts moving on its own. The swing outside the real house starts moving on its own and Susan sees it. But like, it's also super windy outside. Right. It starts getting windy and she sees these swings moving and is like, okay, that's, I mean, it's wind, but it could be a little weird. Yeah. Like like they're not, like they're moving independently. Right. Which like, if it were just the wind, the wind would like like, push them them back and it might swing. But they wouldn't be swinging like that. It's it's enough to give her pause and she's kind of like, that's weird. Yeah. And then um, both swings start moving a lot. Yeah, and she, then she walks towards it. And then the seesaw starts going. And then the car engine turns over. Susan puts a hand on the seesaw to stop it, but then the little carousel thing starts going. Mm. And we see all of that's going on at the dollhouse, too. The spinning, the swinging, it's, and there's a lot of, like, dramatic camera work back yeah. and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Susan and look, starts at the car. to cry. And she starts backing up. Like, overwhelmed, like, mm-hmm. I don't know what's going on. Yeah. <laughs> this is too weird. Yep. Susan's car starts driving toward her. It almost runs her over, but Sam jumps and uh, gets her out of the way. Yeah, Sam appears. Sam appears. <laughs> grabs her and just yoinks her. <laughs> yoinks her out of the way. Dean runs over and is like, let's get inside. Which, like, why are we going inside the haunted house? <laughs> right. Why are Maybe we just why- because, because it's... Like the, the potential for the car to car to do stuff to turn and chase the them. more yeah. like dangerous things could be more outside. Also because her daughters and right maybe to go check on the kid. But his like that's not they don't like immediately go in and try to find the daughter. Right. They take Susan into the bar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they, um, well, they, she kind of leads them. In. Well, they they're like ushering her inside, and she's like being ushered leads them into the bar and, and, and like demands a whiskey. Yep. And Sam's like, yep, okay. I that. Yep, I understand that feeling. Uh, and she's like, what's going on? And Dean's like, do you want the truth? And she's like, of course. And he's like, okay. Yep. Well, well and, here we go. And just info dumps. He's like, first we thought it was a hoodoo curse. But th- but now, after seeing what happened outside, it has to be a spirit. And she's like, what? <laughs> Sam comes back with a cup of whiskey, and she takes a drink, and she's like, you're insane. And Dean's like, it's been said. <laughs> and Sam's like, what, like, when did Rose have a stroke? Yeah, he's like, uh, uh, I'm sorry, Susan, we don't have time to ease you into this, but we need to know when your mother had the stroke. And she's like, what does that have to do with it? And you answer the question. <laughs> like, like, right now. Right, right now. now. She's like, um, um, okay. Uh, about a month ago. And they're like, uh-huh. She was using hoodoo, but it, she was using it to protect the house, and now she can't do it anymore, and now the spirit is killing people. And she's like, what, what? are you talking about? She says... <laughs> Listen, sister, that car didn't try to run you over by itself. Well, I mean, it I did. I guess it did, technically. <laughs> but a spirit, forget it. Never mind. <laughs> so Sam's like, again, we don't have time for, for this. You have got to get, you've got to get you and your family out of here. So that means you and your mom and your daughters and the staff. And she's like, I only have one daughter. <laughs> and Sam's like, one? And Dean's like, I thought Tyler had a sister named Maggie. And she's like, like, Maggie's imaginary. And Dean and Sam look at each other like... share a look. They're like, oh, Oh, fuck. (laughs) Where is Tyler? (laughs) 
This is important. Uh, we see Rose's room. Rose is looking up at Maggie standing there. <laughs> this poor... And Maggie is talking to Rose. Mm-hmm. And she's saying, she's going to stay here with me and you can't stop me. There's nothing you can do about it. Tyler comes in and is like, Maggie, you're not supposed to bother Grandma. <laughs> yep. And she's like, I know. Come on. Let's play. <laughs> Like, can we have a tea party? <laughs> yeah, it was very, like, juxtaposition. <laughs> like, was... like, can you not see your grandmother is in distress? Yeah. yeah. And Maggie's like, we can have tea parties forever and, and ever and, and ever. ever. That's so, so ominous. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. Maggie, that delivery. <laughs> Creepy child. Susan frantically runs to the doll room. <laughs> And we have an extremely dramatic multiple zooms on broken dolls with extremely dramatic scary violin. (laughs) It's like, like soundboard. Yeah, but like too much. It was too much. The boys like open a couple cupboards. Yeah, looking for Tyler. Like if she's hiding, hiding? I don't know. She leaves the room. She's shouting for Tyler. She leaves the room for like two seconds before she comes in and saying she's not anywhere. Yep. Like where did you look? You didn't have time to run all the way up the stairs. Where did where did you look for her? Yeah. Uh, Sam is like, what do you know about Maggie? And she's like, she just, uh, Tyler just started talking about her, like, a month ago, around the time uh, Rose got sick. She, you know, plays with her, and they're like, okay, but is do you know anyone named Maggie? Did anyone n- named Maggie die here in the history of the family? Think! Think, woman, think! <laughs> you know, she's like, oh my uh, god, my mom had a sister named Margaret. She barely spoke about her. Like, did she die as a child? And she's like... Well, yeah, she drowned in the pool. And it's like, well, why didn't you think of that before? Like, okay, this is important, Susan. (laughs) And we had a close-up on a doll with curly blonde hair. And like, okay, guys... We should have been in here with the EMF reader. EMT reader. Yeah. That's we like... should have been in here with that. There it is. There's the haunted doll. Yep. <laughs> Our next shot is of like an old pool house. The like, like big, big room. Yeah. Glass and like paneled walls, almost greenhouse light. Um, and the pool is a good sized pool with a cover over it and Maggie and Tyler are both up on like a balcony overlooking the pool but on the wrong side of the railing. Yep. Like They're like poised holding on to the railing behind them. And Maggie is trying to get Tyler to jump into the pool. Which has a cover on it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it does. A and plastic. she's Yes. And she's saying things like she's promising it won't hurt. I'm like, um, actually it will. And that <laughs> yeah. and that they'll get to be together forever. Because Tyler's like, I can't swim. And she's like, yeah, I know. I know. I It'll be swim. okay. It'll be fine. Happy birthday, Raven. I can't swim. What? <laughs> it's a vine. That sounds familiar. Tyler doesn't want to. No. And she's like... She's like, scared. Like, and like, she's like, why don't you just come with me and mommy? And she's like, I can't go with you. And you can't leave me. She doesn't want to be left alone. The boys and Susan run are running to the rescue, calling out for Tyler. They get to the door and they're banging on the door. And it, all we, like from their perspective, we just see Tyler yeah. standing there. And she turns and calls out for her mother. And Maggie pushes her in. And she falls like from a second story into mm-hmm. the water through the pool cover. So now she's wrapped in plastic in the pool. Wrapped in plastic. What? <laughs> you didn't watch Twin Peaks, did you? 
no, I want to. You should. I was, like, low-key putting it off because I have a friend who's, like, a big Twin Peaks fan and I wanted to watch it with them. Aww. But that's never going to happen to me if it's... Right. Because all of my friends don't live here. Yeah. So the they're, you know, trying to get into the building by kind of feebly knocking at the door. Yeah. yeah. All of the doors and windows they've broken before. Yeah. This one's giving them problems. This one, the glass is, like, thick or... Or <laughs> indestructible. indestructible. It's hard to break. It looks like, not plexi, but like that, like almost plastic-like looking glass where it's like, like it should be breaking, but it just looks like a plastic panel. Like, yeah. Like, 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 like on, on the outside. Yeah. Like on, um, like, well, like on animal enclosures or yeah. like on, <laughs> similarly, like, like the penalty box. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. A different animal enclosure. <laughs> so Dean's like, okay, we're not making any progress with, progress with this door and goes with Susan around to the other door, which is a regular door. And yeah, he leaves Sam. Leaves, leaves Sam to keep trying at this door. And we're getting, like, back and forth between the boys trying to break the door in and Tyler drowning in the pool. Yeah, struggling with this she's like, uh, plastic. Hurt. And Dean gets down to the door and tries to kick it in like he's kicked in so many other doors. And it won't go. <laughs> and Dean points. He's like, son of a bitch. <laughs> this, this door won't go. Sam is trying to use the urn to break the glass. And he's making a little bit more progress, but yeah. he's just, like, chipping it. Like, these are indestructible doors. Tyler surfaces, and Maggie pushes her under, like, holding oh her there. oh my god. Just let and her she have says, a chance. Yeah, she says it'll all be over soon. And this all this back and forth continues until Maggie hears her name being called from off some, like, ghostly voice calling her name. And she lets go of, of Tyler and disappears. But by this point, Tyler is just floating. Mm. Sam finally breaks through the glass and just full dives over the, over the banister into the pool, fights his way through the pool cover, gets to Tyler. Dean and Susan break through the door, get to the edge of the pool for Sam to, you know, time for Sam to have, you know, swim, swim over. Sets Tyler down on the side of the pool. And they're just kind of looking at There's her. There's a pause. They just stare at her. Why aren't they doing anything? Why aren't they performing CPR? Is that what you're supposed to do in this situation? Maybe yeah. they don't know what to do. You'd think they would. You'd think. But I don't know. I they don't just know. stare at her. Stare until at her until she starts mouth? until like, she starts, starts coughing, coughing up water. Yeah. Like they're just like they just they're like, do something. Hey, yo. <laughs> you do something. <laughs> no, you do something. <laughs> Sam jumped in the pool with his cast arm. Yeah. You're not supposed to get those wet. Nope. Sam Sam asks Tyler if she sees Maggie anywhere, and she says no, she's gone. Up in Rose's room, Maggie is speaking to Rose. And we're we're just hearing like one side of a conversation where she's like, you'd really do that for me? It's like, yes, I'd let them go. But I don't understand. You kept me away for so long. I didn't think you loved me anymore. And she says, okay, little sister, and touches her face. And Rose looks freaked out. Yeah. Back in in, in the house, in, in the inn, Susan and Tyler are going up to get Rose because they're going to leave. <laughs> yeah. And mom is like, we're leaving in like two minutes. We just got to get grandma. And Dean and Sam, Sam's <laughs> dripping wet, standing in the doll room. Dean's like, I don't get it. Did Maggie just stop? And Sam's like, seems like it. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, well, where the hell did she go? And we hear Susan scream. The boys go tearing like, up the stairs. <laughs> of course. She Yeah, does. they left her they left her unattended. Yeah. That's, Don't do that. <laughs> she does that a lot. 
She screams. Boys go tearing up the stairs to find Rose dead. So we see the county coroner wheeling the body away. Paramedics said it was another stroke. And they can't know for certain, but it's possible Maggie was responsible. The boys apologize. But Susan says, and this is kind of weird. Yeah. You have nothing to apologize for. You've given me everything. What does that mean? What? You've... But what? Her mom just died. Yeah. (laughs) I think they've taken everything away, actually. What? (laughs) <laughs> and then she's like, ready to go, kiddo? And I'm like, that's what? a weird tone shift. This is very, what? Very weird. You just lost your home. Well, she didn't lose her home. She sold her home. She gave up. I guess, yeah, but even she gave the, the up big, her home, the but big thing, still. The big thing here is, and well, that, I mean, that, and that had nothing to do with the boys. The big thing here is her mother just died. Yeah. And she's like, okay, <laughs> you've you given me, me everything. everything. And her daughter almost died. Yeah. I I assume that that's what she's referring to is they right, saved given me her life back yeah they saved her but, but and and sam saved her yeah you've given me my life and, and you saved my, my daughter. daughter's life so you've given me everything that i need who cares about grandma? <laughs> so who cares about grandma? Who cares about grandma? Yeah. And it's like... Re- well, ready to go, kiddo. Enter Tyler in regular kid clothes. Yes. I was like, who is this? Who's she, that child? She, like, oh, so it was Maggie's idea to wear all those outfits? Yeah, yeah. It was Maggie's idea to look like a creepy schoolgirl. And they matched. Yeah. So it was yeah, like... Yeah, they were wearing mostly matching clothes. Yeah. Um. So it was Maggie's idea to dress like that. And Tyler was like... So from the mom... Tyler might be a cool kid. Like, that's the guy... Like, she's, like, in a jean jacket and, like, a button-up. Like, regular, modern, 2007 kids. And so, that when that month happened, her mom would have been, like, Her mom was just, like, okay, I guess this month Tyler's just really obsessed with early 1900s kids' clothes. You know how kids have their phases. You know how kids have their phases. Yeah. I guess this month she I guess this month she has an imaginary friend who makes her dress like this. <laughs> Unfazed. Okay, cool. Dean uh checks to make sure that Maggie's not still around and Tyler's like, I'm sure I would see her. And it's like, mm, mm, okay. Okay. And Dean's like, guess it must be over. <laughs> Another one of our like we I think. we assume. <laughs> Susan and Tyler go to leave in a cab and Sam tells them to take care. And then we have um, a Weird hug. Susan pulls Sam in for a hug and goes, thank you. And And Dean's kind of like looking at this from the back like, what? What? (laughs) And then she pulls away and she's like, both of you. And then she gets in the cab. But the way she goes in for the hug... It looks like, like, both of them are just, both, they're both of them, though, are kind of holding their body kind of stiffly, and they both just kind of, like, like, lean like, like, stiff lean in, lean out. <laughs> it was weird hug time. <laughs> Susan and Tyler leave. And now Dean's Dean. gotta get weird and horny. Yep. You think, think you could have gotten some MILF action, bud. Sam scoffs at that. He's <sighs> like, serious, I think she liked you. <laughs> and Sam's like, yeah, okay, Dean. Okay. He's like, well, okay. you saved her. You saved the mom. You saved the girl. Not a bad day. Of course, I could have saved them myself, but I didn't want you to feel useless. It's a, just a very weird exchange. Yeah. And Sam's like, alright, okay, okay. And Dean's like, yeah, okay, it feels good getting back in the saddle, saving people. And Sam's like, yeah, it does, but it doesn't change what we talked about, Dean. And Dean's like, I don't know what you're talking about. We talked about a lot of things last night. Sam's <laughs> <laughs> so like, you know what I mean. And he's like, you were wasted. Yeah. He's like, yeah, but you weren't. And you promised. Uh, and it's like, 
to get you to fall asleep. Yeah, like to get you to bed. Uh, there is a long look. They get in the car and then another long look and silence as they drive away. Yeah, Sam like isn't looking at Dean. Inside the inn, we get a bunch of long shots of Rose's picture and all the like the interior locations. They want him to get their money's worth from this location. <laughs> from this location yeah. shoot. And it's a cool, it's a cool location. It is. So that we get all these different shots of the rooms and quietly, starting quietly, getting louder as we approach the doll room, we hear little girls' voices counting. Very scary. <laughs> and as the camera kind of peers around the corner looking into the room, Rose and Maggie, Rose a little girl now, are jumping rope and counting and giggling. And all the creepy dolls are watching them. And the camera makes note of the creepy Maggie doll mm. before pulling away. So, like, and the episode ends. is the hotel still going to be demolished? We assume, yeah, because the company bought the building. So what's yeah. going to happen to them? Huh? They going to be uh, angry wandering spirits? angry spirits? Well, or? well, I assume. Or will they just haunt the lot? Like, where they, well, whatever they build on it. Maggie said she can't leave. Yeah. So I assume she's either tied to the building or she's tied to that doll, right? Yeah. So wherever that doll ends up, that's probably where Maggie's going to go. What about Rose? Rose, who knows? Uh, she's, we, I don't know. We don't know how her, her spirit works. Her yeah. spirit appears tied to Maggie's spirit. So maybe she'll go with her wherever that doll is. Unless like she also had a, a, a creepy hair doll. Yeah. Then she would be tied, possibly tied to her, her own doll. Probably what's going to happen is there's going to be some big estate sale and the dolls are going to get bought up in a Lot, and they're going to end up at some antique collectors. So some antique houses. Or like on eBay as haunted dolls. Or on eBay and they'll make an appearance on, 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 on Bim Bam. Bam. On Bim Bam. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, so, so there, it's a possibility they'll stay together as ghosts. Yeah. It's a possibility. They'll end up haunting some other place, like an antique house. <laughs> yep. Yeah. And then they'll start killing people again. Right. The, if the building gets demol- demolished and they're attached to the lot, they'll probably haunt whatever's there. Yeah. And, you know, whatever, you know, high-rise condo gentrified place gets built there, they'll probably end up haunting that. And the people who live there will see little girls running around who Great. don't live there. Great. So we Great. solved things today. <laughs> this is this is one of those times mm. the boys just didn't solve the problem. They saved some people. They saved some people. But they didn't solve the problem. That was not a successful <laughs> hunt. They did not save they did they saved people, did not fix the problem. Yeah, saved people didn't really hunt things. No. But mm. it's just sort of wandered around a lot. Good job, guys. Yeah. Well done. So what do we think of the episode? I it. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked Maggie. I liked. Um, we had some good creepy kid acting. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I they think. were they were definitely sinister children. <laughs> yes. Um, even the girl who played Tyler. She was she was pretty good. Good at deadpan. Yeah. Creepy yeah. child. Yeah. Yes. Like if if the direction was was be, be creepy or if the direction was like be the most cheerful and like bubbly child possible and she was like I'm just a bad actor like that would be maybe you know but if yeah. if it was like be as creepy as possible. Possible. She did a very good job. Yeah, she was very creepy. It's like, okay, hum creepily. <laughs> I got it. <laughs> oh, I know how to do this. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and make it a little slower than yeah, the nursery yeah. rhyme goes. Mm-hmm. And yeah. No kid I know has ever done that. <laughs> no. Hum creepily while I pour myself a tea party. It's like, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> the location was fun. Yeah. It was a it, it was a really cool old building. Yeah. Uh we got to see some cool old rooms. Really atmospheric. Love the staircase. Yep. Cool. Love the pool, the pool house. Yes, a that lot was of really cool, cool shots too. Like yeah. just the camera work was pretty cool in this one. 
yeah, the, the that first big shot where they follow up the staircase and then up to the two girls was mm-hmm. really cool. So uh-huh. so that that would be shining references. The shining references, mm-hmm. that 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 visual uh, into the bar, that was great. I yeah. loved that shot. I did like the silhouette of Sam sitting there in the dark. In, in the dark, yeah. yeah. That was a that was a cool shot and and then Dean taking the taking the key and going to the room. Yeah, that was a that was that was a cool shot. The um when Sam is like got his head on the toilet, but you just see it through the mirror. Mm-hmm. Yeah, also that was creatively done. And yeah. he like looks in the mirror to see him in the bathroom and is like, "How you doing, buddy?" You know, but yeah, that was cool. So all of that would be under direction, right? Yeah. So cool. cool. This is this is uh, the first time with this director. He will make a number of uh, uh, reappearances. Yeah. So that's cool. Good. We liked this director. Yeah. This was the second episode written by this writer, and we won't. He won't come back. Yeah. Uh, he also wrote No Exit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Some weirdness yeah. in the writing. A little inconsistent. A little inconsistent, and Dean weirdly and inconsistently horny. Mm. Yeah. Also, like in No Exit, was yeah. weirdly and in, in, in consistently horny. Yeah. Don't so really appreciate that. Wasn't wasn't a huge fan of that. No. Wasn't a huge fan of the gay jokes. No. Yeah. Um, liked the sound effects. Loved, <laughs> loved the sound effects. Sound effects. <laughs> hmm. Were a choice. Someone had to make that choice. Someone yeah. made that choice. I think. They saw all the all the zoom ins and were like, "Oh boy!" And they just had like the soundboard of spooks, and they were like, yeah, I don't "Click, know. click, click!" Like three in a <laughs> yeah. row. Boom! I'm done. It was like yeah. two in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> Us editing these episodes. <laughs> Boom! I'm done. done. <laughs> Yep. Anything else we want to say about this episode? I don't think so. Nope. Well, then uh, join us next time for Season 2, Episode 12, Night Shifter. Sam and Dean investigate a string of robberies with a disturbing pattern. <laughs> Suitably vague. <laughs> Suitably vague. I know which one this is. Okay. Oh, is it a good one? I don't remember the quality, but I remember what the monster is. Okay. Oh, it's a monster. It's a quality mon- monster. It's a monster episode. Cool. Ooh. I don't want to spoil it. Don't spoil, don't spoil it. it. I'm not going to spoil it. Okay. <laughs> so join us next time for season two, episode 12. Until then, I have been a host, Margaret. I've been a host, Patricia. I've been another host, Bridget. And we'll see you next time. Bye. 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 Special thanks to Pixabay user The Laces Music Dude for the use of their song, Bruff Music, as our theme music. And special thanks to our dad, our first sponsor. Thanks, dad. You can find us at Three Idgets Pod on most of the internet, and get in touch with us by emailing threeidgetspod at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.